Today, I have a special guest. She's one of our students from Serve Salesor, and she went from charging $5 for a project, not per hour, but for a project, to now having over $6,000 months in less than eight months of starting her business. Y'all are not going to want to miss this, so let's jump on in. Welcome to the Serve Scale Soar podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can too. Hello, ServeScale Store family. Oh my goodness, today I'm so excited because we have one of our ServeScale Store members, Rodeline, joining us on the podcast. So Rodeline, tell us a little bit about who you are as a person, of course, and then also about your business. Hey, Brandy. I'm so glad to be here. Um, I'm Rodeline, and thanks for pronouncing my name right. <laughs> as a person, I'm an immigrant. I moved here to the U.S. back in 2019, late 2019. And in my business, I do web design. I design websites and landing pages for my clients. I love that. And so how did you get started with your business in the online world? My business, I only started my business when I joined ServeScale Store. So that is around like eight to nine months ago. But I started in the online space when I had a downtime waiting for my fiance visa. So I used to be a teacher before I did stuff online, before I did SEO, before I did web design. I used to teach at an international school in the Philippines, but my then fiance was living in the US. And as part of the visa process, I had to like wait and I couldn't get on another school year in the Philippines. So I decided to do stuff online. And that's how I got started. And eventually, like almost a year after, I found Surf Scale Store. Ah, I love this. Okay, so you went from being a teacher, which you probably had so many skills that translated over from teaching to the online space. So did you start off with doing web design and SEO? Or did you start off like doing all the things? How did your journey kind of start? What services were you offering? To be honest with you, I started writing because I used to teach English in the Philippines. So I thought like, oh, maybe I can do writing. And then I did SEO, which is more about search engine optimization. <laughs> and back then, since I was still earning from my teacher salary because it was summertime, I was like, so I don't mind if I get started like earning really low salary. <laughs> I was getting paid $5 for an article that took me probably three hours to finish. That's how I got started, just writing SEO, um, super low pay. And then eventually when I saw your ad on Facebook, I was like, I, I want something like this. And I know I couldn't do Facebook ads or I'm not sure about like virtual assistants as well. So I was like, I enjoy designing websites and I just took the plunge. My first client, when I got my first client for web design, that's when I just bought my web design course. I love that. I love that so much. So I want to backtrack on this. You started at $5 for multiple hours, not even $5 per hour, yeah. $5 <laughs> for multiple hours, which I think like so many of us start and we're like, oh my gosh, why the heck did I ever do that? Like my, I started at $15 an hour and yeah. you learn so much in that process. Mm -hmm. And so I love that you shared that with us because now how much does a design client cost to work with you? So now I'm about to raise my prices again, but for now, my website says uh, my VIP days are around like 950 for 
a day for a basic uh, website design, but I'm going to increase that to 1300 And then for non-VIP day web design packages, that'll be like around 2000 for basic websites to WooCommerce or like e-commerce websites. So the packages really vary. Oh my goodness. So from $5 for a day of work to like almost a thousand now for day of work. Yes. It's so incredible to see. I love that. So, and then the second part of this that I really love is that you didn't buy a web design course until yeah. after you already got the client. I think that's so smart. And so uh, first I know everyone's going to ask, what course did you purchase? So my very first course purchase is serve scale store. That's really what got me into business space. But after that, um, when I got into module four of your course, that was really the push that I needed. I think it was module four or five, but I got a WP Rockstar, which is about feedback. So I've had background in web design, so I can build websites and all that, but not the coding part. So Julia Taylor's course, WP Rockstar, is what really helped me with the coding part and all the web design onboarding and all the process, which I actually discovered her course through another SurfScale Store member, Cassandra. I love this. And this is yes. one of the best things about SurfScale Store is the community and like uh-huh. backing off each other and getting resources. And then for everyone who's listening, module four of SurfScale Store is all about elevating your services, learning a higher skill. And for you, it sounds like it was coding, which which I think is such an amazing mm-hmm. way to go. And it sets you apart as a web designer too, because there's a lot of people who are web designers, but they don't know the coding part. Mm-hmm. And so that you have that, I think that really allows you to stand out. So I love this. And you talked about how you're doing VIP days. Mm-hmm. So did you start off with doing VIP days? Is this something new you've added? Where did this kind of come from? The VIP days, I only started it in February. That's when I only started pushing it. But before I would do regular website build. But I realized that a lot of my clients, sometimes it's hard to give them deadlines because, you know, we're all busy people as well. And just the getting the content from them, all that content bank and forth, sometimes it takes longer than I wanted it. That's when I only started the VIP website packages back in February. I love that. And so with those, did you take a course or anything? Did you kind of figure it out along your way? What was kind of your direction with starting these VIP days? I think I listened to one of your podcasts where you said like, oh, you don't need another course for now. And I didn't buy the course. I really wanted to, but I didn't buy the course yet. But so far, the VIP clients that I've had, they really like the process. Oh, I love this. So in module four as well, we talk about doing intensives which are a little bit different than a VIP day. But I believe that we all know exactly what we need to turn our services into a one-day service. And so I love how you just ran with it. And so many of our serve scale sim- so Oh, I can't even say it today. Scale <laughs> store members are doing just that. They're taking what they already know, packaging it up into one day and working with clients in that aspect so they can scale. So what do you think has been the biggest challenge in your business so far in the last, you haven't even had your business for a year yet. So what has Mm -hmm. been the biggest challenge for you? So I have two. And the uh, first one is my own limiting beliefs, which limiting beliefs are phrases that I really just got from you and your podcast and your course. But yeah, that's really the one thing I think I'm still struggling with. And then the second one is getting traction with my clients because the website design, we're competing against Fiverr people, you know, and 
that's just something that I have to like it's a big hurdle for us as designers because how can we package our like services in a way that we know that our expertise is worth what our clients are paying for and also I told you just getting traction with the clients I started doing marketing minutes I started it on LinkedIn because I thought my ideal people were in in there because at first my ideal clients are therapists so I really wanted to work with therapists and counselors and people in that space but I wasn't really getting any traction I started posting so I was like maybe it's time to move to Facebook because I feel like I enjoy connecting with people there more so when I did that pivot in February that's really when things changed for me yeah and I love this because sometimes we try something and it doesn't work and then we're like oh our whole business doesn't work like I'm gonna have to quit but like sometimes it just takes let's try a different marketing strategy and that marketing strategy works and that's what you did. And I, I love to hear that, that you were willing to make that pivot and try a new platform. And I also want to address the whole Fiverr thing. I think that as an industry as a whole, as service providers, mm-hmm. we're always up against this. But yeah. I will let everyone know that the people who hire people off Fiverr, that's like what they're looking for. And then you have people who are never going to go to Upwork. They're never going to go to Fiverr. That's just not their style. And that's the people you want to work with. Like those are your people. And then it's just about standing out in the crowd that you're up against and not so much like trying to compete with low dollar pricing. But Mm -hmm. I can understand how frustrating that gets when you see like a client be like, well, I can go and get this for a hundred bucks. But just know like those people were never going to hire you anyway. And so those aren't the clients that you're looking for. So then you had a big pivot in February and Mm -hmm. then you had your highest month. So tell us what that like. So I I told you I did my pivot in February. Um, I asked my husband if I can like slow down. So that means that less income for us. And I asked his permission first because like we're not really rich and I had to make sure that we, we can afford for me to slow down. And he was very supportive. He's like, do what you need to do. And so in February, that's when I really became active in Facebook groups, just responding to any job posts or just being very active, being in the groups where I believe my ideal clients are hanging out and after that that's when I saw the traction in March I also had referrals and then I had my long-term client she wanted the website done as well and then I had VIP clients as well so yeah that's it's just really amazing how that happened how I had a slow February month and then you see the fruits of it the month after yes I love this so Because, and sometimes we have to slow down in order to speed up. And I know that gets said a lot, but it's so true. And we also, like you said, we don't see the fruits of our labor. It takes time. And this is the one thing I see so many people give up. It's that image of the guy who's digging for gold. I don't know if you've ever seen this. Uh He's digging for gold and he quits right before he gets it. I see too many people give up after 30 days because they don't see that or after 45 days. But truly, it takes that 45 days to 60 days to start to see the fruits come And too many people are giving up too soon. And so I love that you shared that because I know that's going to inspire so many people to keep going when they feel like, oh, I've been doing everything and it's not working. It's just that you haven't given it enough time to show up yet. 
Just wanted to add that, you know, how I've been trying on LinkedIn a lot before, but I was listening, I was listening to your podcast and I was like, oh, Brandy said it takes this many days to like see the action happen. But I also try to always remember the happiness level. I feel like LinkedIn might be where they're hanging out, but it's not really where I'm really happy um, marketing, you know, and Facebook just changed things for me because it was so different interacting with people on Facebook personally. And I think that's also where your ideal clients will also see that just how passionate you are about what you do and how you can help them. Yes, absolutely. Because if you're not happy, you're also putting off this energy that even though it's over the computer and everything, you're still putting off this energy that's saying like, this isn't really what I want. And so as soon as you follow that happiness level, things start to just fall in place. And it's so crazy. And I feel like I love that you took that and listened to that because I feel like that's the one thing that's not really tactical that I talk about a lot, (laughs) but it's like one of the most important things. Like if it doesn't make you happy, get rid of it, like stop doing it. And like I always say, like sometimes we have to do the things we don't want to do. Like I have to pull reports. I have to look at numbers. But it doesn't mean like I'm always in that moment for 90% of the time, I'm doing the things that really elevate my happiness level. And so I love that that's one of the pieces you pulled and you ran with because that's way more important than the tactical things that I talk about. Okay. So what do you think has been like the biggest highlight of your business so far? For me, the biggest highlight is not directly within the business, but just seeing how supportive my husband is throughout the process. Because in January and February, he's seen me cry, like just thinking like, maybe I don't have what it takes and all that. And he was just really supportive throughout. So I feel like the biggest highlight and the biggest win is just seeing that, just seeing how supportive partner he is. And then business-wise, just connecting with my clients. I love getting to know my clients because for me to be able to create the website that they love, I have to get to know them. I have to get to know their audience as well, like what their goals are. And that's something that I love about what I do. I have um, this long-term client. I've been working with her for a long time now. She's my very first client in the design space where I design her landing pages and I've seen her business grow. I've seen her launches get a lot of enrollees as well. And now because I told her like, hey, I'm trying to focus on websites. She wanted me to design a website, even though I feel like she doesn't really need it. So just those things, just the connection with my clients. I love that, Rylene. And you have such a big heart and that shines through in this conversation, how you care about your customers how your husband has been so supportive. And I also love that you led with that because you know, listening to the podcast, being part of the group, that's what it's all about is like having our family be supportive, having the Mm -hmm. people like see how they show up, how we can show up for them. And the business just helps facilitate that. And so thank you for sharing that vulnerable moment with us because I know other people Like that is what really moves the needle for them and really moves the happiness needle. So I appreciate that. So what are your next goals? What do you see your business doing this year? Uh, My next goal is to just streamline my process, definitely increase my package prices and just streamline my process so I'm not overwhelmed because when I had my biggest month, it kind of like surprised me. And I thought like, I was, I don't think I'm prepared for this. I remember when you were increasing in your one of your podcasts, so you slowed down as well. So I might have to slow down just to streamline my process even further so I can get to the six figure years. 
Yes. And even now in the business, the last few months, we've slowed down on a lot of things because we're in the process of resystematizing. Like we thought we had mm-hmm. great systems in place. And once we hit the million dollar mark, we found that there was some systems missing. And so mm-hmm. whenever we have this really fast growth or we go on vacation, I always find these holes when I go on vacation. But anything uh-huh. like that, that's when we find these like, just like sometimes they're just like little leaks, like no big deal. And sometimes it's like a waterfall. <laughs> like we got to <laughs> fix the bucket right now. <laughs> and so I think whenever we experience these, it's a great learning time and we can fix mm-hmm. those, patch those. And so that way, the next time we grow, maybe it's just a little bit of a drip here and there because mm-hmm. systems are never going to be perfect. We're always going to have to evolve with as our business grows. But I am True. cheering you on, my friend, for that six-figure year. Are you ready to do a little bit of rapid fire? Oh, I think so. <laughs> okay. So doesn't have to be the first word, just has to be the first thing that comes to your mind. So my first question for you, and you've probably already answered this, but what is your favorite part of your business? Just connecting with my clients and seeing their websites come to life. I love that. And what is the best piece of business advice you've ever received? This is coming from you, but just take messy actions. It's so easy to overthink things, but sometimes you just have to do it. I love that. Always take messy action. And what does success mean to you? Success to me is to just be able to comfortably help my family back in the Philippines without also worrying about my life here with my husband in the U.S. That's massive. And (laughs) I know your business is going to do that for you and family here in the U.S. and in the Philippines. And what an incredible why. And so I'm Mm -hmm. so grateful that you've shared so much. You've come with a full open heart and told us about your journey and shared Mm -hmm. all these special moments with us. And then my final question for you, and I probably already know the answer, but Uh what is your favorite part of Serve Scale Soar? (laughs) I know your podcast guests say community. And of course, yeah, that's a given, but also just the how you laid out the modules as well that really gave me the steps that I needed because I really had no business experience whatsoever and no one in my family is an entrepreneur. So just seeing those steps really helped so much. And I think that will help a lot of people because a lot of people think that in Serve Scale Store, they have to come in and already have a business and know exactly the resources that were in there to start from no business to grow it to over $6,000 a month in less than mm-hmm. a year, which is pretty incredible. Oh, yeah. The course was just super helpful to me. And the templates that you give out every month as well. I love those. Yay. I love it. So Rodeline, <laughs> thank you so much for jumping on the podcast. And where can my listeners find out more about you and what you do? You can visit my website at www.rhodaline.us. That's www.rhodaline.us. Perfect. And we will make sure to link that up in the show notes so everyone can Uh check you out. And I so appreciate your time and being on the show today. Thank you so much. How fantastic was Rodeline? I loved her story. I loved her why. I loved her purpose and how it hasn't been easy from the get-go. From charging $5 for a project, not even per hour, to charging over $1,000 for a VIP day. If anything, this is so inspirational and shows the possibilities of what each and every single one of us can do with our business. And you don't have to have it all figured out. You just have to get it going. And y'all, Rodeline creates beautiful websites and SEO. So make sure to check it out. Make sure to let her know what this episode did 
to inspire you to take action. And if you would love to meet more people like Rydling, head to servescalesword.com forward slash 10K and check out our free training, How to Scale to Consistent 10K Months Without a Team and learn more about how you can scale your business and meet people inside ServeScaleSort just like Rodling. And until next week, y'all, go out, serve your clients, scale your business, and soar into the six-figure year you deserve. Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve Scale Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.